This is Five and Friends. Five friends, five perspectives, all five. Welcome to this week's episode, everyone. My name is Zane. Don't ask why, just put an I. And with me this week is Amina and a Hello. very, very, very special guest that we have. Uh, his name is Horace. How's it going, Horace? Hey, Zane. Hey. I'm doing well. How are hey. you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. We have Horace with us, special guest. He's wanted to be on this podcast for a while. And I'm yeah. glad and I'm happy that he's finally on this. He's probably one of our only fans out there oh yeah <laughs> I've been I am both, yeah. since he was a little one yeah so yeah let's let's let's, let's see let's see let's explain the uh the connection we have with harris harris is a long 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 time family friend of ours for both of us uh we've right. known we both known harris for like ages at this point his yeah. mom is bffles with my mom yeah yeah my mom has a man uh not a man crush a woman crush like, your mom. my mom is not a man so <laughs> crush. and they would be just a normal crush if my mom was a man <laughs> so uh, no they've they've been friends for years and years and so i've known Hara since he was a wee one yeah yeah yeah, we used to get into a lot of we i mean we used to play a lot as a little kids we were just doing our own little weird stuff yeah, of course. Remember all those hide and seeks and tags hide that we and played. <laughs> hide and seeks. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, I've been a I've been a fob and a friend of you guys for a minute. I'm sorry, that was lame. Are you <laughs> no, actually clever? I like it. I okay. So here's the thing. My um, my my siblings are gonna like this if and when they hear this. Uh, my hair is like the longest it's ever been now, and I look like a '90s like Salman Khan um oh. and it's like it's not even it's it doesn't even look that cool it, i literally just look like a hardcore bob but i'm digging it you know i'm at that age where it's like oh i'm connecting with my roots when really i just i just There's look that like a fob band, that box band oh my god you guys know what i'm talking about right they, they, the two guy singers they're oh very man funny. not at all you look yeah, like two one of them guy singers <laughs> I'm going to figure this out because they're very, once I say their name, you're going to be like, oh, them. While you look that up, Amna, Harris, um, give, talk, talk to a little bit about yourself. Well, who are you and why are you um, on this podcast? <laughs> I'm on this podcast, Zane, because you wrote me a very generous check. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we can't disclose numbers, but it's in the, uh, the high thousands, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Sense. Thousands the, of cents. <laughs> Thousands of cents. Thousands of um, prayers. <laughs> yeah, lots and lots of duas. Yeah, lots um, of duas. <laughs> so, um, you know, it actually it is finals week, so I'm going to need you guys to send lots and lots of duas. Anyway, um, <laughs> that said, I am a... Nice uh, He's doing this podcast during finals week, and our own Bob and friends can't... Can't make it because she needs to go eat food outside. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am... Um, I'm a junior at Hunter College, uh, which is in Manhattan. Um, I'm studying journalism, and I work in film. Um, and uh, I guess a fun fact, I haven't matched my socks in about uh, seven years. Wow. Is there a reason, or you just don't care anymore? 
Um, two reasons. Uh, one is Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who doesn't do it, and the second <laughs> was uh, in 2012, which is actually five years ago. So that was just that just solidified it more. Um, was uh, Andrew Garfield wore them uh, in the Amazing Spider-Man? He wore mismatched socks. So you're just trying to like create a like a swagger. Yeah. No, no, I'm just, it's not, I wouldn't even say a swagger. I think I'm just so uncomfortable with myself that I need to be other people, Ugh. preferably lanky white guys. No, that's oh. not true. Um, no, I just, I just admire those guys a lot. If that's how you need to see yourself, if that's your identity, Horace, it's okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, okay. Yeah. Listen, that's, that's why, that's what we're talking about this week. We're going to talk also, about our identities, wait. okay? I yeah. found, found out the band, Nuri. Nuri. Right? Right? I know I know exactly who you're talking about, but I don't remember what who they look like. Oh my god! Like. I'm gonna post a picture of Nuri so that you guys know <laughs> who I'm talking about. This is like this is like Pakistani band royalty, '90s rock. Hey, Harz, you should probably like you know, d- you know, dis- disguise yourself as Nuri, and you could probably just you know be famous. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Except well. he's young, and they're old now. And I'm I'm not uh, you know musically gifted at all. Oh yeah. Well, mm. well I mean, all all Pakistani singers are you know they're all hacks. Are, are what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? No, just joking. <laughs> just I... joking. No, especially no. I should say like you know, a lot of them are good. A lot of them are are nice. There's a few out there that just you know. That's can, everyone. You know... That's not just Pakistan. No, I know. Like. Why are you calling out Pakistan? Do I know any Pax- Pakistani singers? Like, what do you mean? Do you know any Pakistani singers? You deaf do. I don't. I guess. Oh, oh right. No, true. True. But... True. <laughs> no, not that. I guess not. Maybe you don't. Maybe I'm just more Fabi than both of you. Yeah. I yeah. I was lost when you said Nuri. So it's, you don't it's, know who Nuri. Possible. You don't even. It's not even familiar. No, no. Like the name of the band sounds familiar. I don't know anything about them though after that i'm going to be very honest guys i look very fobby but i'm whitewashed it's kind of the worst of both worlds mm. okay well then yeah. we're gonna go into it why <laughs> we're talking about identity. well before well before we talk about identities i have a couple of things that i wanted to share you guys kind of oh. like you know i, I figured i figured you find these a little bit interesting um i just wanted to like i found these articles or there was a couple articles there one one that i thought would be pretty funny to talk about just a tiny bit. Um, so there was this woman, uh, I, her name was Amanda, Amanda Liberty, right? And she's from, a she's from England. Um, she somehow, for some reason thinks that, uh, you know, she is, you know, I shouldn't say she thinks, but like, she is in love with chandeliers. Like, you know, oh, yeah. and she's so in love with chandeliers to the point where she actually married one. Um, wow. and, uh, she has two married chandeliers to be exact. Sorry. One that stays in the living room and accompanies her during the day. And then she has, and that one is funny cause it's like an ornate, like really large, like beautiful looking chandelier. And then she has a, a bed bedroom version of a chandelier and she sleeps with it every single day. Um, she's supposedly, you know, she does a lot of kisses and cuddles. Let's just say with that, with that, uh, with that chandelier. in both senses of the word, I suppose. <laughs> it, it's wow. kind of it was just so weird. Um, 
And like, I just thought, um, it was just so strange that she had two, but that's not just like those two. Obviously she has a bunch of like collections, but like she went out of her way to buy this one from Germany. That was like the ornate one that I was talking about in the living room. And it's like cost her like, I don't know, 500 to a thousand dollars or something ridiculous like that. But it was just like, yeah, I just, the moment I saw it, I was in love and I just knew that I had to get married to it. And it was just like, all right. Yeah. And then, um, and then it was also kind of funny is that uh she she like she's really open about it and she's trying to get like rights for the chandeliers she's just like she's she's like yeah she's like you know there's no way you can't tell me like she's talking to the haters being like oh you know all the haters are like oh why are you doing this well this is kind of stupid she's like oh i want rights and you know like i we like the chandelier actually proposed to me so it has feelings too and it's just like oh boy Okay, see, now it's just, I was so for this. And now she's, you know, now I'm just concerned. Initially, it she, sounded like, if you want to marry a chandelier, go and marry a chandelier. Because it's not imposing an obligation upon anyone else. But now, apparently, like, she's and she goes, she's going to, Yeah, she went to, she went far. And she went far with it. And, like, she, there's, like, photos on this online where she, like, the when the chandelier proposed to her, it, like, the, the ring was dangling off a little, like hook <laughs> wow and she was just like oh thank you and um oh and then i forgot the funniest thing uh she had an on and on again off again relationship with the statue of liberty and she uh she nicknamed the statue of liberty libby and she had she was she was dating the statue of liberty for like x amount of months or x amount of years whatever until and does she uh, still live in england I think she does, yeah. Okay, so it was a long distance relationship. <laughs> long distance relationship. That's and yeah. actually that's funny because that was the reason why she broke up with the Statue of Liberty. It was a, oh okay. It was a long, it was I mean, a long yeah, distance. that happens. <laughs> you know, it's like and I, I don't that the Statue of Liberty can really FaceTime or anything. No, no, not yeah, at all. It doesn't really work she, out. She, she's she, she, she was quoted saying that she's only visited the Statue of Liberty six times when they were dating. So mm-hmm. that's why she, you know, broke it off with the Liberty or sorry, Libby. And then right. she went to uh, the chandelier, and I don't even know if the chandelier has a name, but uh... oh no, sorry, no, I'm looking it up right now. There is a name. <laughs> the name is Lumiere. Lumiere. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Lumiere is that not? Uh, what does Spirit that the beast. mean? Lumiere. Oh, is that Spirit of the Beast? Is a candlestick, right? Can you spell that? Uh, it's L E. Uh, hold on. No, L U L U M I E R E. All right, yeah, that's what I thought. So that's like French. Really, Harris? You're a film major, but you don't know like a Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. No, I mean I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not. Okay, first of all, I'm a journalism major, and I you work, work in, in film, film. But really? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Oh man, I can give you guys a list of the movies I haven't seen, and I it would be very surprising that I that I do film. You should things. be ashamed slightly. I mean, it is like a childhood classic. I have I have seen Beauty and the Beast, but I was just far too young to remember anything significant from it okay well he's, or the, insignificant. he's the candlestick who sings be a guest be a oh guest. okay him the candlestick i know him he's a good guy <laughs> yeah do you actually because i feel like both of you are the type of people to be like oh yeah yeah when you don't know no 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 no. i totally i totally know the candlestick but uh <laughs> i feel really old i've seen right him around <laughs> i've seen him around at like after parties but not uh not like i don't know him like you know we're not friends oh you're not you're just acquaintances yeah, the beast. I uh, I actually uh, I know him. That's my brother. <laughs> wow, <laughs> we're getting into some deep places here. I didn't. We don't have to talk about this anymore. Like if, if no. it's too much. 
<laughs> no, we're listen, good. Listen, we'll cut this all out if you need to. You know, we'll be fine. The great. Well, she, you know, I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys think? <laughs> she... uh, regarding the woman. chandelier lady, the chandelier woman. <laughs> um, Amanda Liberty is somebody who can do whatever she wants, like yeah. anybody else, um, because it doesn't really harm anyone else. So, like, if you want to marry a chandelier, marry a chandelier. Like, that's true. Yeah. All right. That, yeah. That's that was my that was my like consensus with the two it's like hey why is everyone worked up about this you know and there was so many hate comments obviously with the internet internet being the internet it was like so many hate comments towards her and it's just like let her let her do her thing like what's, i mean what's it's deviant behavior like and so it people, is strange people get uncomfortable with deviance they're like oh this is weird and so when they get uncomfortable people start spewing you know not very nice things like you're right it is what it is. She, you know, this is her life. This is how she views it. It's her perspective. She wants a chandelier as a mate. That's her mate. They yeah. mated. True. What would, a, what, would, uh, what, would, what would what would the child of a chandelier and a human look like? Mm, it's fabulous. Probably pro- probably that candle from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> you guys know. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the chandelier. Or like just a very, oh. you know, <laughs> glassy looking person um somebody very transparent like kind of like the silver surfer but very transparent i could see that what about like maybe, a, maybe maybe like a cross between the uh, silver surfer and like, a, like uh, a, and a candlestick and a candlestick. or just a, like a lighting fixture because that's what a chandelier is oh no wait wait, wait 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 it's the it's the pixar lamp no oh, there you go oh my god <laughs> There you go. <laughs> or or it could just be like it could just be a neon sign of like a of a person like flexing you know oh, like true what you see from like old las vegas this probably just looks like okay that. <laughs> right right yeah, yeah okay it's a anyway, sequin all right, all right. <laughs> anyway anyway yeah let's let's move on <laughs> let's what's on. the next article let's bring it up okay no this is just i figured you know since we're all game of thrones or harris are you a game of thrones fan I have not seen oh a single episode. Oh boy. All right. Oh boy. All right. Well, I just wanted to bring up that uh, I just thought it was kind of funny that the actor Stephen Delaney, or I guess that's what you say his last name, the guy who plays um, uh, oh boy, the not Robert Baratheon, his brother, Stannis Baratheon, right? He played Stannis Baratheon. Yeah, yeah. And um, he was on. He go. He went on record saying that uh, he had no idea what he was doing when he was recording all of his scenes and like throughout the entire series he's like i had no idea and i was he was never really a game of thrones fan i don't even think he ever like did his homework before that too but like he played it off so perfectly i guess but like yeah he just seemed bored the entire show so it made <laughs> sense like he's, he's like he was like yeah I had, he's like yeah he had regrets like i didn't know what i was doing i just like every like he had to figure out his character on the on the day of the shoot basically and he was like okay i guess this is what I have to do and he just did it and I guess it just kind of worked out in the end of the day but still it was just I just thought it was kind of funny but I feel bad because Horace does not watch Game of he Thrones so you don't know yeah. who Stannis I mean, Baratheon is it's still a it's still a funny well, yeah I like it like you know you're dead though you're dead sorry spoilers for people who haven't seen, sorry Horace you haven't seen it but Stannis Baratheon is dead so oh, man. if you ever wanted to now now you'll know going in you're like man <laughs> You're gonna watch it. And you're gonna be like, "Oh, that guy's gonna be dying." <laughs> so, yeah. I, I only know. know uh, I only know of um, what's his name? Uh, John Snow. 
No, 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 no. The very, I can't, uh, Jason Momoa. Oh, Hottie McHotHot? Carl Drogo. Yes. You know what? I won't even, I will not even act like that, that you said something strange. Like, he is a very attractive man. It's not strange. It's just a fact. Like, no, I mean, face. I was going to be like, uh, yeah, no, no, no. He, he's just like impeccable. And I wish I looked like that. I wish I was 10% his look. <laughs> right? And you're not even 0.1%. I only, I only know him. I, I only know him because I remember like he was cast as Aquaman. Mm-hmm. And then when I found that out, I think like that was the last time I ever cared about superhero movies like that. Um, it's funny, actually. It's coming full circle because I saw Justice League last week and I right. fell asleep oh, like wow. during. So basically, there's the climax. Can I can I spoil Justice League or is that too recent? Well, I haven't um, seen it, but I don't care to see it. I don't care for it either. You can, uh, it's fine. All right. So, I mean, basically, like, you know, when S- Superman comes back, uh, I that was just obvious. I predicted that as did a lot of people mm-hmm. who were interested in the movie. And as soon as that happened, I fell asleep. The big, you know, superhero fight happens, and then I woke up during the post credit scene. Um, so yeah, it was. So it was uh, really it was that un- uneventful. <laughs> I just... well, I mean, I predicted it. I it was literally like, you know, Superman's gonna come back, something big is gonna happen, and they're gonna win. Um, yeah. And I called it. I called it. I didn't even have to, you know, really watch about a seventy percent of it. <laughs> wow. Because, I mean, I, I know that, like, I wanted to see the movie, but in the same time, because of all the bad press it got and just seeing the, you know, I was just like, I'm not interested in this. Superhero movies are, I'm, I'm more excited for, for Phantom Thread than I am for Infinity War at this point. Uh, it's Daniel Day-Lewis's uh, last um, time acting, and it's directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, who I uh, love a lot. He did Magnolia and uh, Inherent Vice, The Master. Uh, punch drunk love uh, i mean i i have an appreciation for you know that as well like I, I would love to see that but i am excited for infinity wars this is like for me it's more nostalgic than you know the actual assessment of the film in right. itself like i grew up watching these movies and reading these comics Same. so when they're all coming together and a lot of them for their last films, you know, iron, a whole like genre, like people like Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Thor, like the Hulk, they're all gone after this. So I'm going to watch it. You like, think so? I, no, I know. So their contracts are up. They're done. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I thought just, you know, Iron Man was going to die or something. I really hope Spider-Man dies, but that probably won't happen. No, no, no. They're going to keep him. He's the new generation of the superheroes are going to do, but... Like the old generation, you know what? Everything led up to the Avengers. Basically, they're all going, so they're all done with their contracts. Yeah. So I'm definitely gonna. I'm excited for that, but I'm the most excited for Star Wars. Star, it's coming this Friday. <laughs> oh. So it is. A, it is. We're recording on a Tuesday. It is in four days. So I know. Oh boy, it's gonna be pretty. My pretty heart. Good. You know. um, I'm just saying this because I'm I'm very excited to hear your reactions. I haven't seen a single Star Wars. Oh my lord! <laughs> Jeez, how did you live in life without <laughs> seeing a single movie? See, my my series? excuse for that, my excuse for that, with with most Americans is I'll be like, oh, you guys understand. I was I was raised on Bollywood movies. You know, I wasn't shown oh Jaws God. or Star Wars God. or any of that. But, you know, you guys were also likely raised on Bollywood as well. So I can't, I don't really have an excuse. I mean, <laughs> so sure. 
I can see that. Like, fine. It, what Star Wars is definitely not like the Daisy typical Daisy mom isn't like let's watch Star Wars, but it's because of my dad, Zan. That's why mm. our whole family got into it. Like, my dad was a huge Star Wars nerd. Like, loved it. it was the first movie he brought my mom to when she came to this country was Star Wars. Like, she that's thought, incredible. She thought they were gonna go watch like some romantic film, like newlyweds, and he takes. Star Wars. <laughs> so like, what a G. I know. My dad was like, I'm giving an F. <laughs> Listen, I'm really happy you're here, but uh, we're going to watch Star Wars. But, but it's opening weekend for Star Wars. Can we just, like, can we just rush over there, please? Like, can we... So that basically set the tone for the entire family. And so now we're all huge Star Wars fans. And it holds, like, a de- like we love it. And then it also holds, like, a special place on top of it. So I understand, should, though. But you should, you should honestly get get your butt moving Harris, and start watching those movies. i really i really should yeah like, watch the original trilogy first <laughs> yeah yeah no i uh, my, my my brother-in-law is is also a huge star wars nerd uh he our my niece's name is leia um mm. oh wait speaking of which today is noah's birthday uh he turned five today he's also he's leia's older brother happy Shout birthday yeah, yeah he was born on 12 12 12 oh yeah He's very Fancy. special and important. Um, but yeah, he turned five today, and I love him lots, and I hope he has a great birthday, even though he's going to bed, like, right now. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, yeah, Star Wars um, needs to that. be a thing that I watch. You need to embrace it and yeah. understand it and love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it doesn't interest <laughs> and, you, then don't go for it, because you're not going to like it. Like, if you don't yeah. like sci-fi, then there's no point. Like, I, I just would... This is like the beginning of the sci-fi trope. And I'm not, right, you right. know, Star Trek obviously as well, but you know, films like cinematically, like this was the beginning really of that. So, of if you're not into it, it of, then you're not into yeah. it. Yeah, sure. Well, no, no, I'm definitely into sci-fi. I feel. Um, I mean, uh, is, is Back to the Future more sci-fi or fantasy? I feel as though it's like it's not like. Be- eh. Right, I feel as though like right? it's not. I mean, it's more like adventure fantasy. Star Wars adventure. is well. Star Wars, I think, is like much more. From what I understand, is like a much more intellectual sci-fi and. Not uh, really. I don't think so. I think really? so. I think what, I thought they were like in you what know. What, what do you mean by in, in, intellectual? It's for children. Well, you know, Star Back Wars to the Future is a is a is a fun adventure movie in which you watch this high school student try not to marry his mom or something. Um and with Star Wars, I thought that there was some sort of, you know, allusion to the Nazi regime and all that. Well, yes. I mean... I thought there was more of a political commentary. There definitely the is. But the, the basis of the Star Wars film is that it was a children's film. It, it, it's for kids, right? I mean, it. it's for kids from the 70s, late 70s. So it's a... We're really like, now it's for adults. Well, now it's 100%. Like, no kids. Yeah. Like, no, but kids love it. Like... Yeah, they love like the new Star Wars. Like they're like, oh, BBA. Like kids really love it. So that's like the intended audience. Whether that's what happened, that's different, right? Right. right. But you know, a lot of those people who are like big Star Wars nerds were kids when they first watched it, and they're like, oh my god, this is amazing. So there it is. But we're twenty three minutes in, so I want to start getting into our topic. True. Okay. So. We are talking about identity. We said this like 10 times, but we're talking about identity today and what our identity is. 
um, being Pakistani Americans living where we do. You know, Horace grew up in New York. Right. You know, I grew up in Connecticut. Zan grew up in Mass. So we're all New England tri-staters. Um, and this came up because I, t- I was telling them earlier before the podcast started, I, I was on Facebook, of course, and I saw an article and I saw some girl that I know post this article and like in rallying support, basically saying that this movie, The Big Sick, like Kumal, Kumail Nanjiani's film is very um, disrespectful and um, not well done in terms of how they depict South Asian women and our culture. Right. And I was on the fence about it because in some ways I'm like, yeah, well, this is his story, right? And in a lot of ways I grew up and there are a lot of things I joke about with my culture. And then in other ways I'm like, nah, they have a point though. Like I'm a Desi girl and I don't act like that. So <laughs> I wanted to talk about how we grew up, how we see ourselves and in reference to something like this coming out and how it affects us now, I think, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Did, I actually... Zan hasn't uh, seen it, though, The Big Sick. I've never seen the movie. I, oh, man. I ha- Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was the one thing where I was talking been? about. Yeah. <laughs> so this this is my Star Wars, where I have not seen this movie. And I, I honestly haven't even heard of the movie until Amna brought it up literally last week to me. Yeah. This indie Sundance film yeah. is... Uh, Yours is your Star Wars. Harsh, what it's about? Yeah, so basically, uh, well, this is a true story. It was written by the couple it is based on, uh, Kumail Nanjiani and Emily Gardner. Uh, she's, uh, I think Emily, no, no, no. She, Emily Gardner is her name in the movie. It's by Emily Gordon. Okay, regardless. Yeah, Kumail Nanjiani is a stand-up comedian. Um, he's, uh, he meets this uh, white girl why did i say white like that as if it's a bad thing she he meets a white girl uh named emily they hit it off um and like i suppose any uh, eastern household when you have a significant other that you don't intend on marrying uh or you're not sure about marrying it's a secret um his mom wants to set him up on all these arranged marriages and he doesn't hit it off with any of them um and he continues to see emily and havoc wreaks, and also Emily becomes sick, um, like very, very sick. And you got to watch the movie to find out what happens. I mean, they're married in real life, so spoiler. Yeah, it, it works. <laughs> it works <Yeah>. out. <laughs> but okay. yeah, I totally do think that the portrayal of the South Asian women in that movie um, was super insensitive i think it just made like every desi girl that was kumail's potential you know arranged marriage um was was desperate or dumb or just lame um or like very fobby like very yeah exactly like comically fobby yes Uh, yes like a caricature almost uh i i'm trying to yeah i guess i guess fobby yeah that first girl that came through yeah um, that's what I said, like, or, like, either that or, like, you know, just, like, straight up weird, but. Yeah. 
And there are plenty of Daisy girls that are just normal Daisy girls. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> that are you so, know. So because up? I haven't seen no, I was gonna say because I because I haven't seen the movie. Can you like give me one example of like how Fabi one of these girls were just like um like, what were they doing that was so like outrageous? Well, she's I I uh, here's the thing like Gumail is from. Pakistan and he does have a Pakistani accent that's very subtle at this point because he's been in the country for so long and he's a professional entertainer um you know but this one girl comes through and she talks like this um and she knows that Kumail likes uh the the x-files so she comes and makes a dumb joke about the x-files um so I yeah it's just there were just like weirdos in it um that that first girl was a weirdo and it was funny it was like i thought it was hilarious um at the expense of uh of of brown women right like it's funny but it's also like let's be honest here is that really what he got like is that really the girls or he's just oversimplifying it like because there are plenty of really smart like he comes from a well-to-do family if i'm not wrong like they weren't you know, they're probably yeah. like middle class, higher middle class family, like upper middle class. So they're not getting like bandu girls that are coming exactly. in. They're getting exactly. other middle class girls who are, you know, a lot of them are studying. A lot of them are in school. Like they're not. I just don't understand why. And I guess he did it as a joke, right? He did it so that, you know, it that's what he saw. I don't know. Like if that's right. what his perception. But beyond was. that, the, the, the notion of arranged marriages is so, warped. so criticized in, yeah. Uh, in the movie. It's like, I mean, my parents didn't have an arranged marriage. I don't, I don't think I, I mean, I'm sure I, I know an uncle or auntie that had an arranged marriage, but you know, Aziz Ansari talks about this too. People who have arranged marriages actually have a higher chance of staying married as opposed to, um, you know, a quote unquote love marriage. And there are pressures with an arranged marriage, like, you know, you'll bring shame upon your family if you get divorced and you won't have any resources uh, outside of your marriage. But still, I think that, you know, to, to be so obnoxious um, about, you know, arranged marriages as if like, look at this, you know, ancient ritual that my parents want to do um, isn't, like funny it's 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 really weird i like for example my sister i don't know if i'm allowed to put this number out but like she had a plethora of arranged marriages come through or potential arranged marriages come through um and uh well like i think a lot of those guys were losers or something but um i don't really know where i'm going with this but well, yeah, I'll, I don't, jump I, in. I'll jump I in i hate it i hated that the i hated that arranged marriages were so well, uh yeah you know characterized i think a big thing to to say like for people listening like if you're like well yeah why would you want to marry someone that you barely know and blah blah blah. a lot of what that is now it's not it's not like that it's basically like when your friend sent you up on a blind date right you don't know this person but it's your parents doing it your parents are setting you up via connections with other parents and setting you up with that person's son to see if you guys mesh and if you don't mesh you don't get married to them but if you do mesh and you talk and a lot of the times it takes a process of a long time a year or two years and all of that you're like okay great let's do this let's get married 
let's get engaged. You know, like it's it's not. And I, I do want to make a point, though, that maybe we're warped in how we see it because we were born and raised in this country. Right. And arranged marriages may be in Pakistan are all a bit more pressured and a bit right, more, right. Uh, especially for the girl. I think it's. Yeah, weird. no, no, no. Whenever, whenever my sister was approached with Arishta, um, I think, you know, it was always her, her opinion mattered the most. And no one ever pressured her into doing anything. Right. And I think that's a lot of girls born and raised in this country. Like it's not like an arranged marriage is basically like, yo, do you like this person? And you're like, ma, no, I'm not into it. And they're like, all right, next. You know, yeah. it's like, I like I don't know. See, th- I've always like battled internally about like arranged marriages, and I don't, I don't even know honestly what I feel like feel about it. Like, part of me thinks that you know, arranged marriages is just an archaic behavior, and like it shouldn't, like it doesn't make any sense to me how how two random people or you know two opposites of each other suddenly could just get along and then you know live happily ever after like that well i mean i mean think about it though like how many people go up to other people in a bar and are like hey do you no. want to either want to get out of here or like can i get well, your what's number the difference like, between that and tinder where you literally true. swipe right on their looks and not even and meet then, that person yeah you know no, and that's then you true. that's true you guys decide if you want to you know meet up it's or real not. life tinder except your parents are the ones presenting the guys instead of an app and then you no, swipe right or left you're like yeah i'm into it let's keep going let's see if it works or you're like nah He's ugly. Yeah, no, it's just like, <laughs> you know, he's ugly. No, it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even know how I feel about it. Because, like, like I said, one part of me says that, and then part of me is like, oh, no, like, it makes total sense. Like, why wouldn't you want to do at least arranged marriages? Because it's easier. And, like, like everything you just mentioned right now, like, oh, it's like Tinder in real life. You can just, like, oh, I don't like her. Pass, next one, you know. I get it. Yeah. But it's, I don't know. Like, I can see both sides of the argument i don't know how i feel because i'm i don't know (laughs) but i feel like there's like a pressure when you start saying yes okay let me see what you got you start i think you think that that's like tacitly you being like ah i'm ready to get married now but yeah (laughs) like something i've come to like see as my life is you know as i'm getting older is that it's not you know I think it's, it's not like that. You mean. No, you say yes to seeing people, but there's like, if you don't like that person, thankfully we can say no and be like, Hey, no, that's it. Who cares if it's awkward? Who cares if they know that you said no, what matters is you're going to get married to whoever this person is. And that's your life and your life and how that works out is way more important than any awkwardness that ensues. So true. It, it's just, a different like for someone like me who does not like Harish you probably I don't know if you can agree but Zan you too we don't hang out with a bunch of Desis we don't have a big group of Desi friends yeah no we don't I mean I don't I, I don't, I don't. I wasn't I don't. part of the community as you know my mom took me out of the mudges when I was five I didn't have a choice here oh lucky <laughs> <laughs> lucky or unlucky because I didn't have a community around me in which I could have grown up and maybe known some Desis even through passing. Right, right, yeah. So, like, lucky in the sense I didn't have to read Quran every weekend, <laughs> every Friday. But <laughs> the worst, man. <laughs> but I, you know, like, for me, these, like, one day or whatever, if this is going on in my life, then that's some way for me to, like, meet people that I wouldn't have met. And it's really not easy 
to like go out and meet people. Right. It is if you live in the city, like you dweebs, but no. And also just like <laughs> in this, in this, in America, I mean, I can only speak on, on, and from my experience in America, cause it's the only country I've experienced it in, but you know, being a Desi here is, and you know, trying to mingle with other Desis at any level is so difficult. Cause you don't know what type of Desi they are. Like, are they, yes. you know, cool where they like, you know, they'll go out and they don't like, I don't drink, but like, is it okay if, you know, we go to a bar with my other friends who drink and are you going to be uncomfortable there? Or it's like, are you a Desi where it's like, if I'm not praying, you're going to scold me and like, you know, shove a Quran in my face. Okay, spe- um, or are you just going to pretend that you're Mexican? <laughs> or that, you know, I don't think girls can get away with that as easily as guys. You young pubescent brown men who with their gross mustaches. Yep. But um <laughs> But no, I was thinking about that. Like we are so sometimes so judgmental um in both ways, right? Cuz if you are very liberal with how you act, you get very right. judgy if someone's not. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah, they yeah. don't? Oh, okay, well. Right. And if you are conservative, more so, not even very, just more so, you get judgy if someone is really, really whitewashed. Then you're like, geez, yeah, do you exactly. not hold any of your culture? Wow. Yeah, and yeah. I feel I feel like I'm right in the middle of that, though, because, you know, I, I'll say Muslim instead of Muslim. I'll say Pakistan instead of Pakistan. Um and then already, the time, they're you know? already like, oh, like if you're really whitewashed, you're like, oh, okay. Like you're not, like, yeah, I get you. Sorry, sorry. I interrupted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. It's all good. Um, I but I also it. like, I don't pray five times a day, but I, you know, but I fast for Ramzan. Um, I've always like said that I'm, I'm too white for the, for the brown kids and too brown yes. for the white kids. I've always, I've, the way I've said it in the past too, to people is like, I'm a coconut where I'm brown on the outside, white in the inside, you know? And like awesome and it <laughs> yeah because it's like i'm the same way harris where it's just like i i don't even think see i've always perceived myself as more of a 75 25 where 75 percent of me i feel like is whitewashed and 25 percent of me is brown you know but right. i've i've heard from other people that like you know oh no you're you're what are you talking about you're just as daisy as i am and i'm like and i never felt it you know i never felt that i was like besides obviously bollywood and besides family and besides how's you know, your urdu <laughs> it's, uh, yeah i don't know it's it, it's hit or miss <laughs> when he was in pakistan for a while it gets really good and then he leaves like he hasn't been in pakistan for a couple of years so his urdu's struggling that is very right. true like my urdu in f- this past february was amazing because i went to pakistan in february and now it's just i can't even like stick rest. who was i who was i just talk i was talking to one of our um, friends um like a, a mutual friend of ours Amna. You, you i'll tell you afterwards um he i was talking to him and he was talking to me in Urdu, and I was just like, and I was trying to, you know, talking to Urdu back, but I was like, I, I just gave up halfway through. I'm like, no, nah, sorry, I'm just gonna speak in English. I can't do this. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it was really bad. You know, but, I like that too. I, uh, my, my Urdu is like hit or miss. Like I can, I like say a sentence like, you know, perfectly, and then my mom will ask me a question, and I will just not have the response in Urdu. I will like have to break the facade and be like, Mom, I'm, I'm white. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love I love mixing the Urdu and English together. That's my key. I love adding oh, yeah. words when, sure. or or what's uh, or adding ing's to Urdu words when they shouldn't be adding. Like ING's oh, I was to, bogging. You know, like instead of I was like, bogging around. Like, we bog, we <laughs> run, and so instead of saying we say like we were running, we say we were bogging, 
which is completely yeah, mixing two different you know things um yeah. not a big i don't I, I don't know the exact what i'm mixing but no i, I it's funny because you, you said harris i'm picking up on what you said you said you know sorry mom i'm white yeah you know growing up i felt the same way like i went to school and i I hung out with all white kids and I grew up around all white kids, especially in my neighborhood. It's just really white. And I, you know, I, I saw myself, I'm like, I am white and I did really white things. Like I did theater, you know, that's pretty white as you can go. Right. And I I did, I did marching bands. (laughs) I was in theater, but I, but I played a, I was legally blonde, the musical and I played some deep. So I actually had a Desi accent in it. (laughs) Oh, we could talk about that too. Anyway, we'll talk about that after, but um, about my legally blonde experience, but um, no, you know, I saw myself as that, you know, I am, I'm white. But the thing is, is that there was always a disconnect, right? Right. You didn't feel right but you felt white. <laughs> and I think I, as I've grown up and I've looked back, the reason is, is because just because I saw myself as white, no one else saw me as white. Right. And I couldn't hide from that. There's, you know, there's no way we can hide from the fact that we're not white and we could feel as whitewashed as possible. And I think a lot of us overcompensate we go to right. the extra mile to make people around us feel white people around us feel comfortable. Oh no, we are we are American, we are white. But they don't see us as white and we'll never be white to them. And I yeah. think when I embraced that, which was really recently, it was in the past year or two years, where I've really been like, Oh, okay, well it doesn't matter what I do, because no matter what, they'll never see me as that. That right. I've started to go back and embrace my Pakistani side more and learn about different things about Pakistan and my culture, because, you know, you don't see me as white, fine, but I'm going to see myself as who I am, which is, you know, ethnically and Pakistani. It's who I am. Right. Yeah. I've kind of given up as well on like trying to assimilate. Um, I think since I came to college, like I've never really, even down to like what I, what I smell like. And I live in Harlem. Like I live in an apartment where my mom's not cooking desi food, obviously, because I don't live with her, but like, you know, I'll like, I'll go to school with like her, her chemo and let's like, you know, warm mm. it up in one of the, in the newspaper offices, <laughs> like, you know, microwave and just start eating it. And Delicious. like, you know, people would be like, oh, what's that smell? I'd be like, my mom's cooking. You want some? Or like, you know, I don't like, I stopped caring um, a while ago. And uh, yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah. And, it, and I've definitely taken the same stance where I like, definitely same thing. I'm going to just repeat that. Like it was in for me in college too, where I just kind of gave up. And, like, just embraced who I am. And it's not even so much just being like, oh, I'm embracing my Daisy side or I'm embracing this side. It's just that, you know, what you see is what you get. This is who I am. You know, yeah. I like I like movies. I like I love Star Wars. I love Star Trek. I love, you know, I, I love, you know, ghetto music. I don't know. what. Yeah, I love hip-hop, rap. I love everything. But, in the but same I also time, love Koyla. <laughs> I love also love Koyla, and I also love Hamza. <laughs> yeah. All right. Or I, like, I love wet, like Pakistani weddings, you know? Like, I'd love to yeah. go to it, because it's so much fun, more fun than it is in, uh, you know, other weddings. But Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I remember my sister's wedding, we invited our white neighbors to it. And, you know, at first they were so, uh, you know, disheartened and annoyed that there wasn't going to be alcohol there. And then they came to it and they saw how, you know, we turn up 
And they're like, wow, you guys, I can see why you guys don't drink. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't want to say the story. I'm going to say it anyway, because Summer's, Summer's not here. She would say it better. But like, I remember the whole Summer's wedding with, when she invited her uh, her coworkers and everything. Oh my and God, yeah. The, and the very first thing they said was, oh my God, so many colors and so many, so much culture. And I'm not trying to make fun of them. It's like I'm, like, I'm saying it in that way, in like the Valley Girl accent. But it wasn't like they were obviously, you know, they were from here. But it was yeah, just... Yeah, they're from British Connecticut. They're, they're like... from British Connecticut. But it was just so funny because they were just That's like, hilarious. oh my God, there's so much color. There's so much Oh my God, so much culture. do you know the DJ is like going to play J-Ho? <laughs> oh my God, you know I mean? My friends, a lot of my friends, I feel like they have gotten more woke god because of me and you know oh yeah of course they're like oh, when they first get to know me like oh my god i love bollywood j-ho and i'm like oh sweetie i'm gonna teach you <laughs> that is just yeah. the white that is a white man's movie it is not bollywood but um i remember having a really long dis- uh long, not even discussion it was probably like a borderline argument of with someone i don't even know who it was about whether or not um what is that movie Stump dog millionaire was yeah. it whether or not that yeah. was bollywood or not it's not. And I'm like, dude, it's not Bollywood. It's Hollywood. It was made by a Hollywood director. There's, yeah, it won it was best for, picture. It won best picture. It's all. It was done by an American production. Danny company. Boyle, am I right? Well, Danny yeah. Boyle's English, right? Oh well, but you know what I mean. You know, it's like it wasn't yeah. Desi at all. It was had nothing to do with being Desi at all. It, it wasn't was in the. Right. It's not even that. It wasn't made in the Bollywood film industry. No, but it was scored. It was scored. It was scored by Aramon. Right, but that is not. No, no, I'm just very happy about that. That's right. All. And he did a great job. <laughs> and clearly, like, everyone heard, now knows about J-Ho, so it's kind of awesome. But, yeah, there's yeah. this one song on it that on the uh, on the original soundtrack called Mosem and Escape, and it's just so good. It's the chase scene where Jamal and, his, and Salim, they're, like, running from those, um, you know, guys who are essentially, like, manufacturing child beggars. Yeah, yeah. It was so good. Anyway, um, yeah, um, Slumdog Millionaire is not a Bollywood movie. No, and I remember having a long, long argument with that person. I'm like, no, dude, come on, just let it go. See, it's not- that's like when that's when that stuff hits, right? There's certain yeah. bases that I know that'd be like, oh, I don't know, because they will, they don't want to engage. Yeah, they don't want to like you know uh, have to represent the culture either. I feel. Yeah, exactly. Like oh, I don't know, and then then there's like me or you guys where it 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 like crawls inside of you if you don't say something because you're like shut yeah. up you white person you do not know what you're talking yeah, about exactly yep that's me 100 <laughs> percent. you know and like, like I, it's funny it's funny I've, I've had experiences with both my um i mean there, there are plenty of you know uh there was there was a white girl in my in one of my classes and she i i think she straight up said um well you know people in the east like to beat women mm. and there was, I looked at like, I think there was like a Muslim girl there and a Muslim guy in that class. And I turned to them and not like, they just had their heads down, but they're, you know, they're, they were listening, but they just chose not to speak up. Um, and then I actually, I spoke to her after class, you know, class was ending at that moment anyway, but it was, um, it's like people don't want to, and I understand we don't represent the entire East, but I, I mean, who else is she referring to? She's probably referring to the Middle East and South Asia, uh, and brown people in general. Um, yeah, I really hate that. And then also there are the brown kids who won't say, and then there are those brown kids that don't speak up who, you know, I had a friend like that. If I ever tried speaking in Urdu with him in public, uh, as you do with other brown people once in a while, so other people don't hear you, <laughs> like, they'll be like, what? like, I don't know what you're saying. What do you like? I don't know what you're doing. Stop that. Or yeah, they're like, oh, I don't know what that means. And you're like, are you kidding me? 
I get so annoyed when I meet Desis who are like born raised. Like they're like, oh, I don't know how to speak or do at all. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Did you guys ever have that those those white friends in high school that were like, teach us a curse word in Urdu, and then you do, and then they never stop, stop saying it. <laughs> oh yes. yeah. Yep. What was that? Uh, well, yeah. uh, no, because uh, I, I know I mentioned this back in the uh, pri- uh, previous episode of this podcast where I I mentioned this one girl that I knew in college, um, who her her last name was Chaudhary, but yeah. she would say it as Chodari, and she was so yep. adamant about that for. You know, she was she's she was she was raised saying her last name as Chodari. You know, and but you can't uh, even she, fight that then because that's her parents doing that. It's her parents' fault. Like I, I shouldn't say her, their fault, her I mean, but they had. It's literally yeah. them rejecting it for her. I mean, but then yeah. like the parents are whack. I know, I know a girl whose um whose last name was uh, Jabari, but she pronounced it as Jabari. Hmm. And because her parents taught her that, or because she wanted to, there's a difference. There's like, and there's like, I don't know. I've been just. Why would you do that to your kid though? Like my mom, like shoved Islam down my throat, and with it, she shoved down the entire culture too. So that, but, I'm gonna just right. Yeah, I didn't. We didn't get. Oh, your mom was more religious than, but like, we didn't get religion shoved down our throat. We got. We were just like my dad and my mom were very much like, look, you can be proud of where you're from. And it's very easy to say you can be proud of where you're from when everyone around you is white and they do not want to learn about who you are. Yeah. So, but as you get older, as I've been seeing it, it's so much easier to be like, yes, this is who I am. And I feel like as I've been getting older, I've been meeting people more and more who are so polarized it's either they really embrace it and they are who they are not just like being daisy but like as zan said just being who they are and people who are so whitewashed and and not that i I can't even judge because it's like look you are i guess that's who you are but it, it almost seems like it's it's just they're putting it on to 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 comp like like I said to overcompensate for something and I don't know I think you could judge I think that you could judge the whitewash kids the kids who try to be white especially when you know the families and all that too it's um I'm like thinking of one person in particular who just was he just wanted to be white so bad and just it's like dude they don't see you as white so why are you trying exactly exactly like they would refer to like whenever he and I would walk down the halls like it would just, you know, they would call us the Brown Brothers or something. Oh my God. And he would laugh at that, right? But if anybody ever asked, like, you know, uh, if they would ask him where he's from, be like, oh, you know, somewhere in South Asia. And it's like, just say Pakistan. Yeah. Just- <laughs> yeah. And I, I, that's one thing that I also, like, I'm sure you guys have gotten people being like, oh, are you guys from India? Or are you guys from that area? And I always oh, that's correct, the I always correct Pakistan. them. Like, no, Pakistan, oh, all thing. the way. Pakistan, all the way. No, yeah, yeah, same thing. It's like, no, 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 it's not the same thing. I can give you a huge list right now of how different we are from that country. Honestly, like, oh, I'm but- the opposite. That's where I disagree with you. I'm very really? much like, yeah, because Pakistan and India were once one country, and that was not very long ago. And Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait so you're, like, you're okay with somebody considering you Indian? What? Are you okay with you, like, with somebody considering you Indian? Well, my dad was born in India. 
but oh okay but, All right. but the thing is he was raised in Pakistan and he saw himself as Pakistani right but okay so then oh, no, no but on. Horace let me speak <laughs> calm down there is a difference <laughs> but if you look you know if we're looking at our culture okay Pakistani culture and some of the most beautiful parts of our culture okay you know the the rasams the traditions the these rituals that we hold that aren't Islamic they come from thousands of years of Indian culture and we are so interconnected and that's what separates us from the Middle East why we don't connect to them as much as we connect with Indians I Indian Muslims Indian Hindus I connect with them way more than I can connect with someone from Oman you know what I'm trying to right, say? And, right. No, and that's you true. Can connect more with an Indian Hindu than you can with an Iranian Muslim. Yeah, our cultures are so intertwined. Are so, like our rasams that we do in our weddings, Haris, are not Muslim traditions. They are Hindu traditions. The right. stealing the shoes, the milk, the you know, all of that. The giving, wearing red. That's not an Islam. That's a Hindu right, tradition. Right. So right, but regardless, I mean, I know, I know, it's just like, so, so you know. I'm speaking in terms of just country borders, and I know that's very close-minded, being that somebody just, I think, maybe 70 years ago drew a line and said, that's that, and this is this. Um, but still, I feel as though there are many things that The religion are... is what creates the differences, though. Islamic right. tradition creates... Tra- that's why they created the borders. The Hindus, the Sikhs, the Muslims, they all wanted to separate. Right, but I, I, I still don't see why though like you know if somebody says same thing when referring to india and pakistan you know that you're saying that doesn't bother you right no it, it doesn't bother me it's not like i don't correct them i i say well no there's a difference i mean people died for there to be a difference yes but i don't get mad at it because i'm like you know like if someone was like, oh, are you from, ba- you know, where are you from? Are you from, you know, Saudi Arabia? And I'm like, no, I'm from Pakistan. And they're like, same thing. I'd be like, no, you're wrong. Yeah, okay, same, same. Okay, yeah, I thought I thought you would just be like, I thought if somebody said same thing, you'd be like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, same thing. I'm Muslim, so. You know, yeah, and that's, was, and that's what I was, <laughs> and that's what I was trying to get at. Like, I didn't, like, mean, yeah, that's what I meant. Like, where it's like. You know, if someone goes, oh, yeah, you're from India. And you're like, no, 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 it's Pakistan. And they're like, oh, okay, okay. But then that person who goes, oh, it's the same thing. It's like, no, bro, there is a lot of differences. Yeah, yeah. we may have a lot of different, you know, same cultures and everything. But there's a reason why we separated. And there's a reason why we have our own, you know, stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like any hate, though. Like, I, no, no, no. I don't believe in, like, you know, like, there's a lot of some people, are, you know, like, Pakistanis can't go into India right now. Like, I don't believe that shit. Like. <laughs> we can't yeah. get visas into India because our parents are Pakistani. Yeah, exactly. My mom can't go to India until she uh, surrenders her Pakistani citizenship. Right. And that is, I think, ridiculous. I'm like, come yep. on. Yeah. But, I mean, who are we? We are American, three American kids that are like, this ridiculous. <laughs> we're, we're like, we're like armchair, <laughs> we're armchair quarterback in this entire <laughs> geopolitics. I totally, no, but here's the thing, though. I do consider myself, and I like, even though I've spent like, I had 99% of my life here. Um, I'm, I'm sure it's much, even like more than 99%. Um, I, I want to consider myself more Pakistani than I do American, just in terms of values, because people love to act like Pakistan is so backwards that the East is like, you know, the, 
the you know it's that it's that notion of the other the enemy and all that and it's like you know they like to beat their women and everything and it's like but doesn't i thought it was our declaration of independence that says every man is created equal but the founder of pakistan said that we won't be a successful nation until men and women are standing side by side yeah see but it's like we're we like to beat our women sure yeah and look every culture every religion has pitfalls right of course. There are things in Pakistan that are happening that are, you know, not good and I don't support. And there's corruption and there's faults in our culture, you know, like especially with women, like not beating women, but innate treating them differently. In, oh, yeah, even yeah, in no, small ways. Like my brother could have, you know, Johnny Discotech, Kashif, can go could have gone out till whatever time he really wanted to. But every daughter had to be home by latest 1130 if – I mean, and that was pushing it, you know? There's just differences innate that you can't escape from that. It's it's not like I'm being – you know, it's not like I was like, I'm so oppressed. It's not like that. It's just – I don't – I don't – yeah, I don't know if it's the culture. I feel as though the culture is often – um influenced by the religion but but what i was saying is that you know people in the west love to be like you know people in the east the muslims they like to beat their women and the i don't think the issue has ever been islam i think the issue has been muslim men um and then in pakistan when women are treated poorly it's because you know they try to apply the like imagine what america would be like if it was a theocracy because it's already run by men um, and then if they apply these, you know, Christian values in a government, I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's anything wrong with Christian values in general. Um, but when you apply it in government, it's going to be super problematic, especially when it's a government run by men. And that's what Pakistan is. But it's instead of Christianity, it's Islam. Yeah. No, you, you make valid point. I feel like that's a, a whole other topic that we could literally just delve into. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, it's really um, intricate, but uh, there's a lot to it. But um, but I do I do like that um you know like I do like how in just Pakistan itself or like and I we always like I mean this entire podcast half this podcast is us you know talking shit sometimes about Pakistan <laughs> or how much you know how much they have so many things going on and so many problems going on but at the end of the day like we love Pakistan as much as we do as America you know and for us it's like because we are such a minority and. You know, in the grand scheme of things, you know, in, a, in an American population of 300 plus million people, we are probably 1% of that, you know, 2%, whatever the percentage may be. But we're so minuscule that it's like, I feel like it is not not our duty, but it is our like, our, I don't even know what the word would be, just like, we should represent who we are. And like, obviously, a lot of like, a lot of Americans or a lot of people you know they they get this warped idea of pakistan or warped idea of the middle east and you know south asia of like oh yeah well you know all these movies make fun of them this way this way this way and it's like clearly you know you got to separate the movie industry and the movie universe from your reality you know that's there's clearly two differences you know and then like black people had to go through the same thing where this like listen we're not all like this and they're still fighting for it you know and I feel yeah. like it's just going to be, we're going to be next. I and mean, we're actually fighting it now. You know, just just a couple of days ago, Horace, you know, just a few days ago, uh, the whole 
bombing happened, you know? And immediately, oh, yeah. yeah, in this the, was yesterday. This was yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday. Sorry, I thought it was two days yeah. ago. Yeah, you know, yesterday. It's the same. Uh, that's the same subway station I took to get home today uh, from work. Yeah, I, I passed that subway station too, like this morning. So it was. It's kind of eerie knowing what happened, but but just that too, like just that happened and immediately. Obviously, all the news and all the comments you read on social media all starts you know they all talk about terrorism and oh it's just you know another brown person another you know another terrorist doing this oh you know blah blah, blah. it's like it's so hard to like oh honestly people. the first thing you think is oh god i hope they're not i hope they're not boxing yeah I hope they're not muslim and, i hope they're not this and then they are and you're like oh god it's Again. just like another, yeah, it's just yeah. another, like, another punching bag for us, you know, or a punching bag for them to be like, oh, yeah, this is, this is you guys. It's like, no, come on, stop. Like, please, like, educate yourself. This is not the, this is not the case, you know, this is just. Yeah. In mind. that same sense, though, there, there, there is uh, that population of people who are racist that need to be, that need to educate themselves. But so are these people, you know, that uh, are ISIS sympathizers that also need to educate themselves mm-hmm. because they can go into the wrong uh, not into the wrong much, is it? Because I don't think that it's like ever a, a whole community that's like, yes, the Islamic State is right. But it's like there are such stupid people out there that are getting, uh, you know, I guess they're um, getting their information warped. They're getting brainwashed yeah. by like these shady sites through Facebook, honestly, at times. I mean, this um, should, just, just like, sorry to cut you off. I just wanted to say, yeah, like, no, just, no. just like the the bomber, just like yesterday, this bomber, he was stupid. Right. He was a dumb, he's a dummy because he, he never, he was never part of ISIS, but he said that he was ISIS inspired. And like, right, he, exactly. And he was just like, oh, I did this because, and did you, I don't know if you guys read about the reasoning behind why he did it, it was because he was walking around the subway station. I don't, I don't remember what it was. The Christmas ads, right? The Christmas ads. We're just like, why is that someone that's bothering you so much? How did that, how did There's Christmas an internal ad... tension that this guy yeah. has? And there is an internal, and some people, I'm not saying this is what happens with everyone. God, no. This is guy. This guy was obviously disturbed in other ways. But you know, it's a it polarizes you. You don't know what to what to do, and it's hard because I was just explaining this to my to our cousins and the other day. I was saying, look, you guys make fun of us, right? They're for, from Pakistan. You make fun of us. You call us American. You know, oh, we don't get it. We're American. But what you don't, you guys don't get is that we're not, we don't belong here because we look different and we, you know, we have a whole culture behind us, right? So we don't belong here. And then on top of it, when we go to Pakistan, we don't belong there. And so we're stuck in this middle and we're constantly, there's a tension constant on us. Yeah. What do we, how do we act? Some people, very few who are disturbed, they, they can't take that. You know, right. and, and then there are some people who go the complete opposite and they go, well, I'm going to reject one or the other, you know, right. and, you know, some people go the opposite and they're like, I'm white. Don't ask me about my desi. I'm not desi. I, my parents are. That's what I hear. I'm right. not Pakistani. Well, my parents I mean, are. Like, yeah. What, what you're talking about, I, like, I, it's what W.E.B. Uh, w. Du Bois always like, not always talked about, but like that concept of. Uh, double consciousness and um, it, w- it was related to black people so they experience this on a much more severe level than I think we do as Pakistani Americans as Muslim Americans but it was like you know one ever feels this two-ness an American a Negro two souls two thoughts two unreconciled yeah. strivings two warring ideals in one dark body um, 
So it's, you know, and, and it's like almost contradictory to one another, these two different identities we have um, in the sense that, you know, the East is uh, feels however they do about the West and the West is like, you know, the East is evil and they're all like, you know, terrorists. Um, and I guess I wouldn't know how the East perceives the West really. Um, I don't know. Some I, people I, are very I, appreciative and want to live there and some people hate the West. So, and not yeah. in like a you know, I want to cause harm, but so they're very mixed sentiments towards the West. <laughs> in the funnies are the type little... that are like, man, you Americans, I hate it. I hate America. But if they got a visa, they'd be over here in a second. <laughs> it's the like kind was... of like a bitterness where you're like, Oh, I hate them. And then if they could be here, they'd be like, yeah, let's go. Like, yeah, no, like I know that like Pakistani people have so much pride of their country and that's like something that I definitely noticed more so than other countries too. I feel like Pakistani people have so much pride and so much love for their country and it's I remember my friend talking to me about this how like he was we were talking about the the political scene of Pakistan and like obviously it's in a it's in a crap hole. It's in a you know little, it's in a weird place right now and like how you know, eventually, like he honestly, my friend honestly believes that like Pakistan will have an uprising and there will be a day where Pakistan will be in the same sentence as America as being one of the best countries to live in. And he's like, it's just that we just need to educate the people. We just need to tell people that, you know, not even just educate the people internally, but also externally that like, you know, it. I don't even know where I was going to go with this point. It's just like, <laughs> like, like yeah, this well, is who yeah. we are, you know, like this is, this is us. This is Pakistan, you know, Pakistan's in the bud and like, we're, we're here to, you know, I don't even know. <laughs> like we're here to, you got, you got wrapped shit. up in the sentiment. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. There's nationality love- there. There's, there, you know, they definitely have a very strong identity and we don't fit that because we just don't. There's, yeah. we we're born and raised here. We don't have, we're not like, <sighs> We cannot go there and act like there's not a difference, and we cannot be here and act like there's not a difference. I think there you can't ignore it, just right, and you right. need to face it, you know, face that you're not white. It's okay, you know, you can <laughs> like what you like, and you know still you, you don't you can like white things and and you know not like any daisy things, but you're still not white. Yeah, it's like sorry, you're brown. You can actually dance. Stop acting like you can't. <laughs> Some brown people cannot dance, and I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I just think that I don't know. And I mean, I say this now: high school me did not. If I tried to defend it, and it didn't work, and I got bullied, so then I was like, "All right, f it. I'm white," but I wasn't white. Because people you know, told me to my face, you're not white. Like, you know, it I went the I went the other route. I made a I think I was like made a caricature of myself by being uh as as a brown kid in high school. Um I had a YouTube channel and I would always just like make fun of myself for being brown and have this character that had a huge mustache that spoke in a heavy accent. Um and everyone loved it. Um and then I remember my brother, he saw it and he was like, what, like, what are you doing? Like, you, you know, you're just, it's like, it's, it, it's not like I was like making money or anything, but it was just, he was like, you're being a total sellout right now by, you know, taking the culture and making a caricature of it just so people, you know, like you. Comfortability. You want to make people comfortable. Right. They're uncomfortable right, exactly. by you. Yeah. And I think making a caricature of it was very white of me to do. 
Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely did, like, and I, and once again, I said this in a previous episode, where it's like, I did the same thing, Aris, where I was just like, yeah, you know, I'll just embrace who I am, but I'll turn it up to 11, you know? Like, if you right. really think, you know, because I, I don't know if you heard that episode, but basically I was talking about, like, how, like, in high school, everyone just called me the Muslim. That was my nickname in high school, was the Muslim, because I was the only Muslim in the high school, the entire high school there. So, like, they would be like, yeah. oh, hey, Muslim, how's it going? And I I embraced it. And, like, at the time. Yeah. <laughs> wow. If you said that, like, to a Jewish kid, like, hey, Jew, what's yeah, up? Like, Yeah. No, it's, it's like, in, in hindsight, it's it was awful. <laughs> and I, you know, I was like, why did I even do that? But, like. In the in the moment, I was just like, yeah, I just want these people to like. Because you made the joke first, right? I made because the, like they made the, the joke first. No, it's like it's it was easier for them to make the joke and then for me to laugh at that and be like, yeah, 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 no, that's me, that's me, ha ha, yeah, that's me, you know. And I just embraced it. Yeah, because when you're like, in high school, you don't want to. We are. I don't want to get that high school drama. We're, we're social like <laughs> noobs. We don't know how to act. Like we just want to avoid anything awkward, and so. To stand up for yourself yourself and be like, no, you're being insensitive or no, you don't know anything that you're talking about right now. And them being like, uh, that moment, we want to avoid that. And as you get older, you don't give a shit. You're like, yeah, you're wrong. I want you to feel uncomfortable because you made me uncomfortable. Right. You know, I, I was in college at this party and this guy is a white dude and you know, I was hanging out with one of my friends. And they're like, "Oh, you like to hang out with a brownie?" And I, wait, this was this was recently. This was in college. This was about two years, my sophomore year in college. Oh, okay. And okay. I, you know, it was a group of people. It was intimate. Like he probably thought he could make this joke because we're all. <laughs> the, the police is after us. We gotta stop. <laughs> like, yeah, right. oh, no. oh god, I just live in Harlem. I just live in Harlem. Um, um, no, but he probably felt like it was okay. She will take it as a joke. It's an intimate party. Like, you know, I don't know what he was thinking. But he made the joke and everyone started laughing in the room and looked at me. And I felt so... I... It was just... You didn't even know what to say, probably, right? It just, like, really... I, I My heart, like, my heart sank into my stomach. I felt embarrassed. And then I felt like I was... Honestly, I felt like I was ashamed. Like, I shamed my family because i didn't stand up for myself right and be like that is incorrect you cannot talk to me like that you know i'm a human and i just let them talk to me and laugh at me and i i mean my friends stood up for me and that's when you know you have good friends i mean right. you know my friends were like that is unacceptable and they made a huge deal about it and the guy came up to me and apologized and everything but i didn't say anything damn yeah, I mean, my friend, she's um, Julie. We talked about her. She's she's Brazilian, so she's not white either, right? Yeah. So she and she's aggressive in a good way. Like she'll right. stay, say what she wants to say. So she like she went off. She's like, why why do you think you could say that? Like you white, like she just went off and, and insulted the shit out of this kid. But right. I I didn't stand up for myself, and this was two years ago, three whatever, two three years ago, and I couldn't say anything and i felt like that was like the pinnacle of me trying to be something that i'm not because no matter what i just i'm not seen like that i was just at a party and someone had to call it out yeah that's why i wish i had friends like that to call out somebody else though like 
I don't know. I've ever had anybody stand up for me like that. And they're that. not good friends, Horace. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, no, no, no. They're not. They're not. I just don't. Um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Your friends <laughs> suck. No, no, no. no. My, my friends in high school, my, my friends in high school were like pretty, including like the brown one was just, they were just either, you know, the brown one was super whitewashed and the white ones were like, you know, very insensitive about my brownness. They, it's not like they hated it or anything, but they always wanted to joke about it. And it was like, can we make a joke about something else now? Like, you guys don't have any rhythm and look like mayonnaise? Honestly, like, I I, I can say this, like, my friends now, I, I, I don't really have many Daisy friends even now. And that's something that I, I kind of wish I had more of. Um, but it's kind of hard now. I'm out of college and who am I meeting at this point? Maybe that will change in a couple years. You know, life changes. But majority of my friends are white at this point. But the friends I have, though, they, they really stick up from my Daisy side. Like, I, I, my best friend, she's white. This girl was, like, talking about Pakistanis. And I wasn't there. And she's like, yeah, all these Pakistanians, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, God, I hate And my friend, and she, this girl who was saying this was, was black, supposedly. So she's like, all those Pakistanians, blah, blah, blah. And so my friend goes up to her and she's like, you know, kind of being insensitive right now. They're, they're Pakistanis. They, or Pakistani, she said. So they're, they're Pakistanis, you say. I mean, she said it with her, her white accent. She can't help it. Pa- right. Pakistan, Pakistanis, whatever. And it's not Pakistanian. And, you know, my, they don't they don't act like that, whatever she said. And that girl was like, no, I'm pretty sure it's Pakistanian. And kind of using it like, well, you're white. You don't know what you're talking about. And wow. my friend was like, no, no, no. My best friend is Pakistani. Right. And I know that you're wrong. And I know you're being insensitive. And I wasn't there. She just did this on her own. Like she stood up for a person, a people on her own. And I think when you're exposed to people and are forced to reconcile that they're not white, that they, and you know, this is something that's important to them. They, if you know, they're good people, I mean, good, that's a very blanket term, but you know what I mean? They, they'll take it upon themselves to also stand up. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, that's, that's what it is in the end of the day. It's just that, you know, we're all humans. Like who cares of what we look like <laughs> and you know, what type that's of That's idealistic, color. right? That's idealistic. Yeah. It's like, who cares who we are? Like we're all in it. Like in the end of like 6 billion years from now, we're all going to be evaporated by the sun. Okay. So come on, chillax, relax. <laughs> you you know, watch there's... Doctor Who. That's not true. <laughs> we'll move forward. We'll move. Human life will continue somewhere yeah. else. It's I'm like we, we like we're here for such a finite amount of time. We're only here maximum like a hundred years of age. You know, like, if we're gonna round it up, we're here till we're age a hundred. You know, we have such a finite time. Just live it up. You know, like who cares of what we are? Like we're just here to you know have fun. And the and sense like, of to enjoy your culture, yeah. whatever that means. Like our culture has some really beautiful things. Like truly, yeah. our clothes phenomenal <laughs> yeah oh well, i mean yeah That's a fact. So you cannot colors. beat our oh my god so many colors so many so sparkles many <laughs> you can't beat it no you can't you can't our music can't nuri it. go listen to some nuri both of you right now <laughs> or just listen oh, to coke right. studios look up coke studios and any Harris, of that. do you know probably... coke studios yeah yeah that i know okay, thank god <laughs> that's the one like that's a good product that we have so 
Yeah. Like people in Coke Studio cool. don't are natural musicians. They don't use any sort of software. It's just their natural voice, and it's always amazing. You're just like, that's it. Um, yeah. It's talent. Our but... food is amazing. Look at people. They're Indian. Like I, obviously, you know. Not saying that Indian food is exactly like Pakistani food, but look how popular Indian food is. You know, people get that all the time. It's like we got a great, we got amazing food. It's different. You know, that's there's God the chicken tikka masala. <laughs> Yo, you joke, but chicken tikka masala, which is a British like, thing, yeah, is I, so delicious. Right? No, no, no. It absolutely is. And I, like, like, I always make fun of white people for always getting chicken tikka masala, but like, it's not- I, whenever I go to, there's a place on 28th and Lex today, and I don't know if you know Curry in a Hurry, and I I've always Curry in a is a great place <laughs> yeah and i just always get the chicken tikka masala the thing is is that i say like yo this isn't this is white food right here but you white people did right with this chicken tikka masala because it's so <laughs> delicious but um no yeah. yeah i mean we just look everyone's gonna get to it at a certain point either they recognize themselves they can look at themselves as a whole and not in pieces or they won't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that I can start to see myself. I mean, it's I'm 22. So who knows how much more woke I will be in five years or 10 years. <laughs> or, you know, same with you, Horace, and same with you. I mean, Zan, you're older. But so, I mean, and I also think it's a different experience for guys and than it is for girls. And I think that's a completely different topic too, but... I think guys can get away with a lot more than girls can in terms of whiteifying themselves. Oh yeah, for sure. No, that's true. That is very true. Like you, you kind of touched upon it too, where you were saying, you know, how you, like, you just have like there's certain innate like tradition, not traditions, but like just things that like that are different. There's a, there's a stricter eye on a girl stricter in eye, any yeah. way, the way we dress, the way we act, the way we talk there's politics oh that's an its own episode they see <laughs> politics is its own episode but um you know we have to be well versed in all of it and you know that's why they see girls maybe that's why kumail couldn't find one because they were trying to fit in with these Desi politics around his mom and shit and he was like oh i can't deal with it you know girls. you know what i actually kind of like and i i was I, I was meaning to mention this when you were talking about the movie um I, i'm have you guys seen uh master of none mm-hmm. oh yeah i love that show yeah and i feel like i mean i personally felt like they did they did a better job with representing brown people a lot more than they did i, like, I don't even know how the movie is i've never seen the movie but i feel like it did it so well, and I, I'm sure you, like, I, have you seen, I'm sure you saw the episode, Horace, of the, uh, when they were dating, when, when yeah, I'm the dating app, the yeah, dating, that the, was great, like, that was uh, great, go, that, yeah, there was no, there was no, like, Bollywood tropes, there was no, like, oh my god, I saw someone, there was nothing, there, there, one of the girls was legit talking about WWE wrestling, she was like, oh, I want to see The Rock versus this, and it's like, that's, that's oh, that was, yeah, that was the Fernand and Churla, yeah, 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 hilarious. so that's awesome, it's like, yeah, she, she wasn't talking about, oh, I just, oh, look at me, she, like, sure, she had the yeah. accent, she yeah, had the accent, course. but she was talking. She was about, like talking about Mortal Kombat. No, yeah. she didn't have an accent, did she? She maybe a slight accent or whatever, but whatever it doesn't even matter. The point is, like, right, she was talking about right. Mortal Kombat and you know, wrestling. there was there was another there was like another girl too who was brown. I think her name was like Priya in the show, and I think that Dev Aziz Ansari's character actually, you know, 
uh, tries to kiss her or something, she's like, ah, no, I'm good. <laughs> so it's like, it kind of like, not empowered the brown. I mean, I guess you could say empowered. I she rejects really him, basically, being like, you're not Yeah, just me. like, you know, it's not like she was desperate for anything. I mean, in the end of that show, though, he's still, I mean, everyone's story is different, right? But he still ends up with a white girl. White chick. Right. Yeah. And so, I don't know. Maybe we need to see a story where a desi girl ends up with a white guy. Maybe we need to see a story where a desi girl ends up with a desi guy. Oh, please. So many brown guys are going to go insane about that. They'll be like, wow. Yeah, it's so, like, the... Like, what has she done to the culture? She's Look at Priyanka like, Chopra, you know, Zan. She's a solo. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. No, Horace doesn't know, but I, I have this ongoing joke with Amna how I always think Priyanka Chopra is a sellout <laughs> because of how she went from Bollywood to Hollywood and she's now successful in Hollywood and she's going to all these award shows. It's like, wow, Wait, you're a sellout. You she still does Bollywood movies, though, no? They don't cast her. That's what I try to tell him is that because she's so big and because of the male machismo, whatever, in Bollywood, they don't want to cast her because she's the bigger name now over the Bollywood stars. Like, Salman Khan would be second. Like, his name would not be first when next to her name because she's a huge star globally now. And so she's not cast opposite these these movies anymore. So she's not yeah. producing film in Bollywood. Right. I mean, like, Irfan Khan's been doing it for a minute where, like, he does both Hollywood and Bollywood and kills it in both. Who? Salman? Irfan Khan? Irfan. Irfan. Yeah, but Irfan Khan is not mainstream in Bollywood. Yeah, yeah, no, and he's not. not mainstream in Hollywood. He's kind of like on the periphery of both. I feel as though he's more prevalent in Bollywood, though, for sure. He's he's not. It's not like he's. But he's not a hero Bollywood. by any means. He's not like typical Desi hero. Right. I mean, he got. He's like in those very like you know thoughtful movies like Lunchbox. Or but something. that's my point. He's not. In yeah. The no. No. Box. He's not. He's not. You're right. Right. He's not mainstream. He's not mainstream. She's not like he. I just wanted to defend it upon because I love him. I like lot. him too, but he's you know you just made my point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. He's um he's not a hero by any means. Yeah, so I mean, Priyanka and Irfan can go do all the movies together, but it's not going to be main blockbuster hits anymore in Bollywood. You know, Mazadar film. Even though I don't really find any Bollywood films that Mazadar anymore. Yeah, that's true. Except for have you guys seen uh, Rice? I saw Race. I hated the ending. What? I felt like that that was such a real ending. No, I hated it. It's Bollywood. I don't watch Bollywood for that. So good. My brother thinks it's overproduced, which at times it was, but I thought like that was one of the most brilliant Bollywood movies I've ever seen. See, really? and that's actually... And- Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah. No, that's okay, Zango. That's all I had to no, say. Was, really? <laughs> I was just no. I was just gonna say this. Bollywood is like, and we talked about this before too, where it's like I think Bollywood is a perfect example of this entire topic that we're talking about. How Bollywood is now changing so much, and like Bollywood used to be a certain a certain form where it was just like they had all these traditional values. Yeah, it was goofy at times, and you know they did a lot of stupid, weird, you know, crap. But in the same, in the end of the day, they still had values and still had the culture of you know India and look, so, I guess Pakistan in a, in a in a way, in a sense. But like they had that culture, and now you see Bollywood, it is as Hollywood as you can get. You know, there well, it's is not no, Hollywood. It's well, like a, no, 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 yeah, it's not. but there are moments though, like the goofy times that you talk about are when they try to be like when they try to do something Western, like yeah, I don't know. They'll they'll like out of nowhere like have a rap or something, and it's like in English, and it's like this isn't this isn't cool. This is goofy. Stop. Meanwhile, like movies like Devdas, 
And like, like I'm saying, race are like so good because it just like they're not. Tr- they're just not trying to be anything. They're just they see yeah, Bollywood exactly. flicks. Yeah. Like, yo, we're we're Indians and watch this incredible movie. I but then you see, oh sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just gonna say like, I, didn't you see a movie like Race where it's just car or not even race? So what's the other movie? Um, what the all the driving? Uh, that's race. That's race. race. That is race. That, so, so okay. Yeah, so see- for those listening, there's rice. Which is like a name, R A E E S. I don't know the spelling. Rice, and it's then there's Netflix. and then there's the movie Race. Like I'm racing a car. Yeah, and then you see that movie, <laughs> and then you're like, "This is just this is just Fast and Furious," you know? You're just like, "It's Fast and Furious yeah. with like really weird other side plots." So yeah, yeah. My mom liked that movie a lot. Honestly, actually. I love Race because it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> the other movie I was thinking of was Doom, Doom Two and Doom Three. And all that. that's that's, that's also good. I like Doom. The third one I loved just because of Amir Khan. I heard that was bad though. Doom Three. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but Amir Khan is brilliant. Like you can't he, like anything you put him in, he can't be bad. Three Idiots Man just proves it. Or that is a mean bar. That movie makes me cry every time. Yeah, I just watched it over Thanksgiving break at my sister's in Dallas, and like, I don't know if they know, but I was, yeah, I was crying. Star is a mean part. Yeah, oh so God. hard. I, watched... I think I went to bed. I, I was tearing up, and then I went to bed, and I think I like, I think I let out like <laughs> one <cried>. singular <laughs> sob. I just let out one singular <laughs> sob, and I was like, I gotta hold it back. I gotta hold it back. For those who don't know, Star is a mean part means like stars on Earth, and it's about right. like a kid who has dyslexia, but in India. They don't really recognize learning disorders that much. And so they just think he's dumb or he's not trying. And he gets, like, sent away from his mom. And he's so little and so cute. And he just sees the world so differently. And Amr Khan comes in and, you know. The kid is, like, 20 now and he does awful movies. Oh, really? No, he's not 20. (laughs) Yeah, he's 20 now. That movie came out 10 years ago. No. Yeah. (gasps) 2007. No. Math numbers. No, no. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't a very like he was cute, but you knew he wasn't going to grow up to be like a hunk. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not. I mean, he just does bad movies now. That's all. Well, that's he is a... twenty. Yeah, no, Horace is right. He is exactly twenty. Can't <laughs> kills me. But okay, fine. Point is though, I don't know why we talked about that as a meat bar or Bollywood. Oh, it's identity. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I think the new Desi movies of the younger actors, Bollywood movies, are just trying to, like, show, like, oh, we're so modernized. We're not, like, and to a point, I see that, right? We can't, like, always look at India and Pakistan and be like, oh, like, they aren't modernized and they still are, you know, in the gong or in the villages or this, this, that. Like, if you go to the cities, like, they're they're pretty westernized and, you know, they're not, but it's, like, different. It's you can be westernized and still be desi. You know what I'm trying to say? I don't no, know. No, it's like, I, 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 I mean, like, just me going to Pakistan just this past February, you know? Like, it's a modern... Like, Pakistan probably knows more about tech than America does, you know? like they're, Oh, for sure. Like, they are smart people. They're, they they are so modern. They're so modern there. There's a kid in some gal that, like, knows just as much as all the guys in Silicon Valley. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah, no, I t- totally agree. And it's just, like, you see that, you know, and then... Um... I genuinely do believe that there's some sort of chromosome or some gene that, like, for some reason, we, if we want to be, are just so technologically inclined 
I'll go research that, the biological evolution, to make us better at tech. <laughs> I think I think actually it's really anything. Right. I really do think that there's something about South Asians and Muslims and just brown people in general that just like for some reason, if we want to do something, we just make it happen. And I think I think that just is more of our values where it's like we have a very do or die, um, you know, ideology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Like my siblings, I'm like a. Sometimes I think about my siblings for more than like 30 seconds. I'm like, how did they do it? And like, then I think about my parents. I'm like, wait, how did they do it? Oh my god, I don't even like thinking about it. Then I think about me, and I'm like, wow, why am I not doing it? Honestly, it puts us to shame. Like, I always think about like this. He's like, who? If you know, I'm. If you say, oh, I want to become a doctor, right? Every desi goes, oh, you're like every other desi. And I want to be like, you know what? I'm sorry that I am not, you know, free-spirited and, like, you know, maybe I am working really hard and fitting a stereotype, but, like, our parents work their ass off, and I'm not going to, like, use it and not do anything with it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why people would ever be obnoxious about you about being, like, every other desi. Oh, it's funny. you would be I, surprised, no, no Taurus, what people what say. What career... That's so ridiculous. It's like if I say I'm going into film, then they're like, oh, why not a doctor or something? Well, that's like because no, it's not white people. It's Daisy saying it to me. Like, oh, right, right. No, no. I've had Daisy say to me too, like, young dude, like, what about your parents? Yeah, yeah, of course. See, but then even the the liberal ones, like, who are still going to school to become, like, they, they still go to school to become doctors or engineers or stuff. And then if I say film, they're like, wow, you're way off, dude. Yeah, no. Or finance is a big one too. Yeah, finance true. but like um no, no no i i get the opposite like oh good desi girl like oh you want to go into oh you're in the sciences oh you're such a good desi girl like following your parents and i'm like no i wanted to do this because i wanted yeah. to if i wanted to go into playwright my dad would have been cool with it but you know it's i don't know it's like i think it's again insecurities of people who are tribute like I don't know. They have to make a comment every time. I'm not even kidding. Every time I say, oh, I, I'm pursuing this or that, they go, oh, fitting into that stereotype I see. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I am. But, like, go F yourself. Yeah. Sorry. That was me. No, no, no. It's all good. <laughs> I feel that. You know? But then you got the opposite. Like, you're going journalism. And so then, like, oh, you're not following that. And that pissed me off, too. It's like, no, nah, I'm not. Yeah. Why do you got to make any comment? Just be like, cool. Good for you. That's why like, I don't ever talk about career or anything, especially at this age, like 20, and we're all like, in college or very recently out of college. It's just like everyone wants to know about your career and everything, what you're doing with your life. And I'm like, ugh. That's a whole just, different topic. This is just life. That's, yeah, that's, that's, like that's, life. that's not even a Pakistani thing, man. I'm not about to do this. <laughs> like, let's, You need to, like, this is a different topic. <laughs> Poor Horace. You're so young. You're like episode twenty three. <laughs> Are you going to become a regular? Yeah, I mean that would be okay. That'd be cool. That'd be fun. Well, oh well, we're going to be missing a certain member soon. That is true. She's so gone tonight. Oh, who? She's gone tonight. She's gonna, you know, oh, she's okay. gonna be, she's gonna be taking leave <laughs> she's in a couple leave. of months. <laughs> she's taking vacation. And then Maz and Gossam are just like I don't even know where they are at this point. They so. should be back next week since their finals are over. Yeah, they should be, and but even though they're going to be here, they're probably not going to do the podcast anyway. So, well, we kicked them out, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, I would be, I, I'll be completely fine with Harris being the the next person. 
He can be a regular guest for us. Horace has a life. It's okay, Horace. Oh, You're like, oh, where did you where did you get that from? <laughs> oh, I assumed. Oh, I'm sorry. Never assume yeah. it makes an ass out of you. Did you just assume my social life? All right, come oh, that's a little insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? First of all, how dare you? Um, wait, what's the what's the line from the office, Dan? This is a way to. End I have it. a question. First of all, how dare is you? Is it first of all or I think it or is. is it first? I don't know, but I love that line so much. It's like, I have a question. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> I say it all the time. Now my nephews say it because I say it. They're like, how dare you? <laughs> I'm like, what have I done? Hell yeah. <laughs> what have I done? Speaking of nephews, soon I'm going to have a niece. Woo! Thanks, Johnny Discotech. <laughs> Currently in the, in the hospital right now. <laughs> waiting yeah. he was supposed to be a guest on tonight's show but then i remembered that he was gonna be a little preoccupied a little preoccupied this weekend <laughs> and right now as we speak so all good wishes and all your duas and prayers <laughs> yeah lots of love you send the duas out in bulk yeah. Tw- tweet out your duas to uh, <laughs> at five <Robin> friends. <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> hashtag dua for whoever. <laughs> whatever, whatever the girl's name was going to be. <laughs> one one like equals one dua. <laughs> yeah, one like for one dua. Every retweet. <laughs> for oh, every man. retweet, we'll send that many duas. <laughs> for every reti- retweet, we'll give a dollar to Zakat. <laughs> <laughs> uh did you did you did you like to quickly close up i guess like did you hear about how that one girl did that same did that thing where she tweeted out something no no no. she tweeted out something being like hey for every retweet i'll donate the x amount of dollars for oh and she got like a hundred something she had like a hundred something thousand she backed down she's like i can't do that (laughs) she tried to start a gofundme and people got mad at her yeah yeah but i mean i don't blame her she didn't expect that (laughs) that's why you don't make retweet promises I hate that so much. Do you? I just like it's just I think it initially started off as for like, you know, as a method to go viral and it's like, you know, if you give me this many retweets, I'll uh, like either, you know, ask this girl out to prom or like or no, it was like how many retweets to go to prom with me and it'd be like 100,000 and be like, you got it. Or like, or what's the famous one with no. the uh with Wendy's? The finals? No, with Wendy's. Oh, the the yeah, Wendy's one like, where he's like, oh, for how many how many retweets for free chicken nuggets for life? And Wendy's responded back saying 10 million, and he never got 10 million retweets. Close. He got 3 million or something. I thought like, it started with um, Facebook, where it was like, if you if I get a certain amount of likes on this page, I'll name my kid Batman or whatever BS. Like. <laughs> Yeah, that's I, a, that's another topic I want to bring up on a different episode where it's just social media. <laughs> Thank God, we it, have it, to do that episode. Yeah. Which is why I've proudly and happily um, have deleted all social media off my phone, and I can think again. You did. You can actually be yourself. Yeah, I can. I just, I just have like a thought process nowadays. You actually have an opinion. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm a person again. Yeah. I can't do. It. I could. I. I have gone very social media clean. The only thing I had was really Facebook, and that was like to use Messenger to certain people. Right. Um, but then I was bad again, and then I downloaded stuff again because I was like, I should just maybe interact some more because I was isolating myself a bit. 
Yeah, I'm going to need to take up social media again to promote this episode. You also live in the city, so you're not, like, by yourself in Boondocks, Connecticut, like me. Yeah, true. Where I'm like, I think Yeah, I think that's what made it so overwhelming. Yeah, you just know too many people and are surrounded by, like, a hub. Where it's like me, I, like, live across a farm. Like, for real. So, <laughs> not Damn. even lying. So, yeah, I, yeah. you know, sometimes you just need to connect. That, that's why it's easy for me and Haras. We can literally just walk down the street to like the local co- uh, like coffee shop or the pizza shop and then just talk to someone. <laughs> yeah, there's a bodega downstairs. Uh, these two Yemeni guys run it. There you go. Bodega's not and fat. They, like, I live literally like right above it, and they're my best friends. They're your best friends? <laughs> and none of us know each other's names. Like Even the two guys working it, they don't know each other's names. That's when you know your best friends. You don't doesn't yeah. even matter what the name. It's just that you just yeah. know you. <laughs> you just know your right, deepest, right. darkest personal yeah. secret. Yeah. Anyway. Is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I no, get- no, they totally do. I like go to those guys and vent about so many things. They're probably like, who is this idiot kid? No, no way. They totally like they give me like free drinks all the time too. Mm, non alcoholic drinks because sure. I feel like my mom's listening to this. Um <laughs> Like it's just straight up like snapple. She does not care about your. Oh no 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 no! I'm gonna tell her that I was on a podcast with you guys, and she's gonna listen to it. She's gonna share it. That's so sweet because my mom would not. Yeah, my mom. My mom was gonna. I was like, mom, I'm doing a podcast with Harris. He's like, oh, she's like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, Harris, tell your mom right to tweet at us at uh, at Fob and Friends, right? No, 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 no. She's gonna get a Twitter, and then I'm gonna have to like. Like us on Instagram at Fob and Friends. Yeah, tell her, tell her to like us on Instagram or follow us on Facebook. That's not gonna gonna happen either. (laughs) Or email us. Or email us. Her email. Her email. Her email is I have four kids at AOL.com. I love it. That's the greatest. Um. All right, Harris. Thank you so much for being on this episode. It's a. I mean, it's a long one. So I'm glad that you stuck it through with us. No, it was uh, very fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah. No. Do you want to plug anything? Do you have anything you want to plug? Well, you said um, you don't have social yeah, media. Yeah, I have. So I, I do. Not. I do have a plug. I do have a plug. Yeah. Um, I have an iPhone charger, and <laughs> oh my god, it charges my iPhone. That was my plug. No, you cannot. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Right. You know what? You know how I said that you can come in other episodes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to reset Revoked. <laughs> We're going to revoke that. Fired. <laughs> Majority membership here. <laughs> I fired you before you were hired. <laughs> All right. I'm going to All right. All right. going to head out. See you later. Peace out. Thank you, Horace. Peace Thanks. out. Thanks. Bye. Bye.